Welcome to the Mom Owned and Operated Podcast, the podcast about moms and for moms, where we have candid conversations about running a business, raising a family, and remembering ourselves. I'm your host, Rita Suzanne, a single mom of four, digital strategist, and provider of no-nonsense business strategies and tactics. Hi, this is Rita Suzanne, and today I have my guest, Missy Livingston, with me. Missy, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Can you tell everyone all about you, your family, and your business? Yes, thank you for having me. So I am Missy Livingston. I'm the owner and CEO of Twisted Wares. Um, let's see, I'm 49, which I cannot believe that I'm going to be 50 in January. I don't well, feel 50. And you yeah. don't look it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Botox. Um, <laughs> uh, I was like, do not, I don't want it to move at all. Anyway. Um, so, and I have three kids and a husband. I've been married for 25 years, um, to Pete and I have three boys. One just went off to college. He's 18. One is 16 and 11 because we started late. Yeah. So yeah. Just had a, you just had a little break. <laughs> <laughs> just a little. You know, it's funny. We always planned. Uh, we always said we wanted four because my husband has four siblings and it's just like the best Christmases ever. And I was like, oh, we need to have four. Mm-hmm. And which I didn't even want kids before I met Pete. And then I met him and I was like, I want your babies. I want <laughs> right. your babies. And um, yeah, just <laughs> yours. And um, yeah, so we always thought we would have four. So we actually did plan all of them. Um, the During the recession, when we lost everything, um, we were like, well, you won't be out of work for that long. Like we, this won't suck for that long. Like, and we have a plan because we're getting older. We have to get pregnant now. So we actually did get pregnant during that time. And then the recession got worse. So he was out of work for 18 months. It was horrible. Had a baby while we were living with my parents. It was horrible. But what I thought it was actually quite great to have a baby with the dad and stepmom at home. Like that was amazing for me. Not so much for my dad, my husband. No. Yeah. Hard. (laughs) Definitely. It was challenging. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of business, like tell us about Twisted Wares. Tell me like exactly what is that about? So we make, um, I like to say fun and functional gift products mostly around housewares. So it all started when my littlest at the time, so new baby, finally found a job um, after the, we lost everything in the 2008-9 recession. So ended up moving back in with my parents in another state and starting over um, and had a baby because that's awesome planning. Um, it took him about 18 months to get uh, another stable job. And, and that was in Texas. So after moving to Texas, you know, we had no savings. I mean, it was just horrible. And um, the baby started walking about that time. So right around uh, 12 months, every time he came in the kitchen, he would pull the towel down off of the oven after I just like dried the dishes and put the towel on the oven. And I was already in the mode of, I need to do 
with three kids at home, I need to do something on my own. I didn't want to go back into real estate because that burned me. And um, so I was already in the mindset of needing to do something. And I, I did know how to sew. I was trying to come up with things that what could I sew and start Etsy and um, Pinterest was very new to me then. Um, and I was like, why don't they make a regular kitchen towel that stays put? Now we all know grandma's old crochet top button, but that's just for a hand towel. I wanted the towel. I just dried the dishes with that. I actually use. Why doesn't that one stay put? And Mm -hmm. so it was out of that, that I came up with the hang tight towel loop and started sewing these straps onto the towels and then started selling them to my neighbors and on Etsy. And then I started doing farmer's markets and it's just kind of grown from there. I realized like, this is a thing. People actually want this. Right. It was different. So that is how it all started. Now Twisted Wares makes all kinds of fun gift products. So Towels are still our mainstay. We're definitely what we're known for, but we do, we call them bitch bags, but they're cosmetic bags, cocktail napkins, oven mitts, kind of anything related to the home. Um, I got into the cosmetic bags because I needed a really good cosmetic bag that was fully lined and that held a wet bathing suit. You know, I only like to come up and actually sell and develop products that I would personally use. And I always try to make it fun because they they have funny stuff on them, but really extra functional as a mom of three. Right. It needs to be very functional. (laughs) I think that's the best way to come up with products anyways, is um, even services. Like I like to create services and and offers that I would purchase, right? Like for courses that I do, this is how I learn. I'm not going and personally, I'm not going to buy your $2,000 course. It's just not for me. It may be the most all-inclusive thing in the world, but it's just not how I learn. And so I'm not going to do that. And so I don't like to create courses that are that way. So I think that the way you're doing it is the best because you know that that's something that you would buy and that is needed, right? Because how often do you see a, you know, a lined makeup bag that you can put a wet bathing suit into? Well, first of all, it'd have to be pretty large for me. So, right. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, you know, you change your kids at the swimming pool. Like I change, you know, something always happens. There's always just an accident of some sort. And I always have wet things with me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why isn't my makeup bag lined? Like, why don't I, and I couldn't find one. I'm sure I, if I dug harder, but I'm like, wait, I already know how to manufacture things. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And it's a good line extension. Um, I mean, yeah. lots of things go into how we decide on what products to expand our company with, but um, that was one of them. The main thing is, would I use it? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that makes it easier for you to sell it as well, right? Correct. Because people can understand the enthusiasm that you have for it and your examples of how you would use it, I think would make it um, easier for you to sell. Right. Um, so I, I love all of that. So what is something like, I know you said you started with real estate um, mm-hmm. and, and to switch completely and go into product creation, like what is uh, a lesson that you've learned into that? Because these are two very different things. 
That's what I love to, I love telling like women that if you don't know anything, I knew nothing about sewn manufacturing, none. I knew how to sew a straight line right. on my sewing machine. Um, but I'm like a dog on a bone to figure something out, you know, but you, you figure it out in small increments. Like the first was just, okay, what does it take to make this towel stay put? Okay. I have to figure out how to fold it and then sew it right here. And, you know, there's a lot of iterations there, man, do I wish I would have saved some of those old ones that when I was practicing. Um, So you figure that out and then, then you get to like, well, where do I find this, uh, you know, this cloth in bulk? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was buying them initially. I was buying my towels at Joanne's with a coupon. Oh, you know, I and you to, were making them yourself, right? And I was it making, like yeah. On demand or anything. No, not on demand. So I was making them myself. I would go to Joanne's with a coupon and buy a two pack of the largest flower sack towels they have. And, and I would cut those into each towel made four. So each two pack made eight. Mm -hmm. And then I would add fabric to it and add my loop and go sell them at the farmer's market or put them on Etsy. And I was doing all of that myself. Then I was like, well, someone's making this for Joanne's, (laughs) this two pack. There's a name on it, but I've never. So I Googled and found the company that was supplying them to Joanne's. And they said, sure, we'll sell you in bulk and we can even flat pack them. And I was like, flat pack, what does that mean? You know, like, great. I don't have to unpackage it and waste plastic. And so that, you know, you just kind of, then I I had to buy 250 and I was like, what am I going to do with 250 of something? Then I started buying them by the pallet. And then I started learning about how to ship things by pallet. And maybe if I had it delivered to this address, it wasn't as expensive as delivering a pallet to my home because they there's an upcharge for that. Mm-hmm. All kinds of things. You kind of learn it in steps and ask. You just keep asking other people about how they did it. You start learning other, you know, learning from other businesses. I, I'm always a fan of just ask the question, expect a no or expect not to be helped but they they i think most people in the world want to help they like helping people so and that's why i try to pass it on to other for sure women like but i'll answer any man's question too i like that too but you know like you got to pass it on cuz i was given that freely and i want to give it back freely um there are certain things we don't talk about like you know no i'm not going to i i took years to develop my sourcing um, that's kind of like a, no, we don't talk about source. I'm not going to give you my factory and things like that, but I'm going to tell you how to find a factory. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll land on mine, you know, but who yeah. knows? Yeah. But, and I think that's, that's better because what works for you might not work for that person correct. either. So, um, correct. you know, but I could, I always to tell people all the time, like I could give somebody a roadmap to exactly how I do something and they're going to switch it up about 15 different times or ways because right. the way that might work for them is going to be completely different. Right. And, but I think that a lot of people are afraid to ask, you know, um, ask someone else for help or because also I think as women, it makes us feel like, 
oh, they're going to judge me if I ask them for help. Right. Oh yeah. I don't care, but maybe I think I've always been like that. I've also, you know, my background is real estate. So in all degrees of real estate from, I grew up with parents that were realtors and developers, um, to finance side of real estate. Like my whole, my husband is still in real estate. Um, actually he's not anymore in real estate, but, uh, he was a, we owned in a real estate appraisal company for a long time. I'm very comfortable talking numbers and most people are not. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm the girl that like, I got in this car with this new friend, you know, and I said, Oh, I was looking, she's much, she's really young and, um, or 19, you know, and I said, uh, when'd you get this car? (laughs) And she said, Oh, I just got it. And I said, what was the mileage on it? How much did you pay? (laughs) I don't expect, you know, like I, because I'd be like, I don't want to tell you, I think I overpaid or whatever. Um, most people will, they're in such shock that you ask, they just answer it, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking for that exact car for my kid. So that's why I wanted to know like, Oh, okay. I'm not getting a bad deal on this one. If I buy it or something, you know? Um, yeah, so it all works out. I just ask the questions, but I don't, I'm not offended when someone says that's too personal or it's, you know, my mom says, Missy, you're a little much a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I take that as a compliment. I know, even though I know my mom is being like, calm down, you're overwhelming to people, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so, so be it. <laughs> well, you're not, you're not the only one. My, I've been described as too much, um, a lot. And, um, I think it's just like, I just say what's on my mind and, um, you know, and I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I just, um, you know, I'm just going to ask or say, or what, yeah, whatever. And a lot of people, I think they find us refreshing. (laughs) You know, I think the biggest, like a ideal date night is for me is going somewhere where I can watch people. Mm -hmm. I am fascinated with people and how they interact with things and surroundings and other people. And I think that that's part of my, I'm just curious. I'm curious of your thinking behind that or what made you come up with that or what made you buy this car over another car. It's, it's all the same to me, I'm fascinated with how people's minds work. Yeah. And like what influenced you to do this or be or right? Be like, why are you like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I was raised in a, some people call it a cult. I'm not going to say it's a cult, but it was a very, very, very strict religion. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom and sister are still in it. And I always say to my mom, you know, this is why I'm funny. I'm funny because of how you raised me in that craziness. Like Mm -hmm. you have to have a sense of humor to come out of that. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It's because of this that I am like that. And, you know, it's like, you know, everything happens for a reason or everyone is the way they are for um, a particular reason. So um, what would you say was like, a lesson that you took away. I don't want to say like your biggest mistake, but what was something that you learned that you probably could have avoided? Um, after, well, I have two stories. I have one for like, just kind of 
as a kid, what I learned about business. And then I have another story of like my biggest lesson I learned with Twisted Wares. Which one okay. do you want? Um, let's do both. Let's start okay. with the start with the kid one, I guess. Okay. So I grew up in Arizona and lived with um, my mom and stepdad. And I decided I wanted a, lim- a lemonade stand. And uh, we were on a, not a busy street, but there was definitely like traffic, you know, and mom went and got all the stuff. I sat out there all day and I made $25. Like this was the eighties. So I thought I was killing it with $25. I was so excited, came in. um, And my mom said, we'll sit at the table and we'll go through your numbers. And I was like, okay, you know, so she brings out her receipts for everything she spent cups, sugar, lemons, the, the whole thing. And, um, it was $28. So I owed her $3 after working all day and thinking I killed it. Mm-hmm. And not only did I owe her the $3, but she said, what going to, she literally took the money out of my hand and put it in her purse and then said, what are you going to do right now to pay me back three bucks? And I had to wash windows I, I was devastated. It was horrible. And I was, of course, I'm sure I was a tyrant. Um, but she just said, I, you should know your numbers before you go into something. And that has been my, I know my numbers, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hard lesson to learn. Oh, painful. Uh, just a little side note, the next business, I've always been entrepreneurial. Like if I couldn't buy something, like I wanted guests overalls when I was a kid and she was like, I'm not doing that. And so I'm like, that's fine. I found money easy to come to me. Like I knew I could make it somehow. So, but now I had to know my numbers. So I decided that me and my girlfriend, Bonnie, we're going to my mom was going to make us clown outfits and I made sure that before she sewed it, it was free. <laughs> so she made us clown outfits and we would go to the Sky Harbor airport and greet people for this is when you could go to the gate and people always waited for their friends at the gate. And so we would go up to the people waiting and say, we will meet your guest for a tip. And we made so much money every weekend dressed up as clowns that uh, the airport ended up kicking us out for not having a business license. And we were like 14. (laughs) How cute though. (laughs) But, you know, I I was like, okay, a service. We need to give a service and work for tips. So it was great because it was just like free money at 14. Like, anyway, I had the overalls pretty cool. How creative, you know? So I I love that. It was great. So the biggest thing that happened after starting Twisted Wares, which could have really put me under if I didn't. um, So I had sold so much so quickly that I needed product. And I was still, I wasn't sewing all of them myself. I was, I more had helpers sewing Mm-hmm. And then we were, so once the loop got sewn, then it would go to a screen printer and then back to my warehouse and fold it and tagged and get ready to go out into stores. Um, I needed to ease that process. So I contacted the people that make the towels for Joann's and said, here, here's what I'm doing. Can you help me? Like, what, what do you recommend? You're a big company. You know, the guys were so good. It's two brothers that own the company. Mm-hmm. 
And um, he said, you know, we can, we manufacture these in India. We can do all of that for you in India. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So he, I decided not to have the artwork done there and have it screen printed, Mm -hmm. but um, I needed, I was getting towels with the loop sewn. And I said, if you can send them with the loop sewn and send them directly to my screen printer, I mean, that is two weeks of work between, you know, yes, we can do it. You need to buy 30,000 units. I was so excited that this was like the answer to everything for me. Um, They arrived to the screen printer there. I think they printed something like 5,000 at that point of the 30,000 that arrived. And I sent who I used to have to go pick up from the screen printer, bring it back to our warehouse so our staff could fold and tag and get them out for shipment. Well, in that, they got them back, started folding, and we were, I walked in the back warehouse and I saw that we had a lot of rejects, like Mm. printed wrong, something on it. So they were just wrong course that was like why is this happening what what's happening they're like they they arrived this way i quickly drove to the other side of dallas it was so far away and they were all wrong Mm. basically i trusted someone else in that process of the business with no oversight so there was no there was no one me to go check those things. It sounds like now that I am saying it, it's like, it's such a dumb rookie mistake. Right. But. But you it, were in a pinch. You oh, know, and, I was and in a pinch. And I thought it was, I thought you could just trust and they, you know what, but they didn't know. They didn't really know. I didn't know what a spec sheet was. I didn't send them a spec sheet. I just kind of showed a picture of what I wanted. Well, who knew that there was 18 different variations of putting a loop on a towel? There was no specific. So they just, they did what I asked and what I asked was up in the air. So, oh, no. and then I did so they Were they all done differently? Oh, they were on different sides. Wow. You know, it, the, the towel they made was, I mean, a lot of the mistakes. The quality happened. wasn't there. Correct. Yes. Okay. Right. They were outsourcing to some, now I know, cause I know who did it and I know the factories in India now and all that, but um, they were outsourcing it to another factory who they just said, ah, I just need this. Well, then mm-hmm. they delivered the cheapest with no mm-hmm. oversight, the cheapest of cheap. Yeah. Um, it could have, it could have really put me down The they were really great about um, I went back to them and said, this is not going to work. I'm 5,000 in. I cannot afford to lose anymore. This will put me under. Um, and they took them back, actually. Wow. And that, uh, that because that, you yeah. had established a good relationship with them. Correct. A very, mm-hmm. very good relationship with them. And they knew that I was new. And uh, I mean, it's a rookie mistake. I won't do again. But um, yeah, it, developing those relationships is so key. And you know, they always got paid on time. They knew I was serious about growing. So they ended up taking at least half back and, and it ended up being a wash. I lost some money, but it wasn't for as bad as it could have been. Right. 
That's right. and that's something that I keep um talking about lately is relationships, like creating, you know, strong relationships, especially with um, you know, I get you know, your vendors or yeah. you know, your collaborators, like partners, anybody else. I think that a lot of times for us it's hard because we're so busy in our business, right? right. That that establishing and building relationships can be a challenge. Plus, we have children running around yeah. and <laughs> All the things are just, you know, the 9,000 emails we get from all of the kids' teachers. I'm like, who has time to write these emails? I don't even have time to read them. I know my kids come in and they ask me, they're saying, oh, did you see this? That No, no, Mm -mm. I didn't. What's happening? Like, I have no idea. They know before (laughs) I know. And then they come and ask me or tell me and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Just remind me. We found out today that um, because I was like, how are you already out of lunch money on their account? And so I called the school and I was like, I don't know what this charge was. There's no way he spent this much on their lunch accounts. And she told me what they ate. Apparently, they're just buying everything for their friends. And they're up. Who knew that the elementary school or it's middle school now has like Rice Krispie treats and tropical suns. It's not me, guys. Yeah, he spent $40 in one week. Wow. So he does not know we're going to have that conversation tonight. But yeah, we're allotting you $3.10, whatever the meal is, you know. Right, right. Plus one snack. And not for your friends, you know. Right, exactly. Like it's it's cool to be generous and everything, but you've taken it to the next level. To the next level. (laughs) Like I I guess, yeah, money grows on trees, I guess. It's just funny. You know, it comes back to like oversight, right? If I had not looked at that, I would have just kept loading it. Right. Like, what is happening? Missy, he needs a know your numbers uh, talk. I think he's going to know his numbers tonight. (laughs) That's exactly. (laughs) So one thing that I always love to talk about is like, what are you doing for yourself? Right. We talked a little bit about kids. We talked a little bit um, about family and a lot about business, but what are you doing just for you? You know, we often just forget all about us when we We do these things. You know, I do. I, I like a good massage but I'm still cheap. Like I don't, I don't book massages that often, but probably more than others. Um, I do take little mini breaks like, and justify that for sure. Um, what I really enjoy doing, um, which I do at least once a quarter as I, well, we just sold our Airstream, but we used to have an Airstream and I would go out in it alone. Mm-hmm. I loved just going traveling alone. I really love it. So even if it's like, I have something coming up in Austin, um, no one's invited. It's just me going to this event and it's a night in a hotel. (laughs) It's just a minute to get away. Listen, I have that every day in my bedroom by myself. Mm -hmm. And I just go in my room and I shut my door and I lock it and don't come in. Leave me alone, you know? Yeah. Because I need to decompress as much as um, I like being around people and, you know, and even doing calls and getting on video and doing all this stuff. I have to decompress. I need to be by myself. 
And I think that that's so undervalued. People think that it is, oh, you know, I went and got my nails done or something like that. And, you know, it can be as simple as taking a walk around the block by yourself. Yeah, my, I mean, I joke about it, but um, I just want to watch TV with no commentary. Ah, my ex-husband used to do that to me. I tried. So we watched the Game of Thrones together, right? And I swear I would say shut up so many times. Like I would completely just lose. We'd have to rewind. We'd have to. I'm like, I can't do this with you. (laughs) Well, Gavin, who's our, he's 11. He came down and started asking about some show we were watching. And then, and I paused it and I said, you guys know that, you know, dad asked me the same, we are watching the same show. I have not watched it before you to figure it out, Like, but we don't have to talk about it till after the show. Exactly. So, yeah. It's just I can't funny. answer your, if I, if I stop to answer your question, I'm going to miss something. So please. Right. Stop <laughs> and it's not, it's not that I hate them doing it. Like, it's more like, this is why I appreciate just being alone and watching what right. I want to watch on my own in silence. Yes. Just, I need a little bit of time by myself and just let me appreciate the things that I like as a person, not a mom, not a business owner, (laughs) just myself. Yeah. I just want to turn off my brain for a minute and, you know. That's what, that's why I am on the weekends. Like my kids go to their dads on the weekends. And so, um, one time we had taken a trip and all the kids were with me and we were having fun. And my kids said to me, like, we've never seen you like that. I'm like, oh, well, this is how I am when I'm not in mom in business mode. <laughs> right. You know, it's like we we have these different personas for the different roles in our lives. Right. right. And um, and so that's why I always say like that we forget ourselves a lot of times because like, if you're consistently in that role of mom or business right. and it's easy to forget the self. Right. And um, a lot of times, even when I was working in corporate, I um, was I felt like a different person. Right. You know? Because I was you know, I was trying to adhere to what they wanted me to be. And that was definitely not who I was or am. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's always something. But um, one last question. And if a mom came to you and she wanted to start her own business, so what would be some advice you might give her? It's funny. Someone came. I um, My office is like in a WeWork space, like that kind of building you know, but we, mm-hmm. um, anyway, another woman knows that I run my company and, and asked me that she had an idea to do something. And my biggest advice is just start, don't make it complicated. No, don't go running and get a license and develop a logo. No, because that's, that's the fun stuff, right. To say, you're like, Oh, I started a business and, and I did all the same stuff, but none of that matters. What matters is, does your product sell? Mm -hmm. Test it out. Get it to where does it sell? Do people want it? Now, I had to do that. Start small and just start. You know, if we, if you, if I could show you what my stuff looked like when I started the business, I'm embarrassed, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) oh my God, I can't believe I 
so that and and actually put it out on display for people to buy. Woo. But, but people were buying it. So. They were buying it. They were still buying it. And um, so just start. Don't make it complicated. Can you sell five? And then get feedback from those five. Can you sell 10? What is their feedback? In the beginning, it's all about the feedback. And then would you buy more? Would you buy more if the price was different? Would you buy more if it was larger, smaller, different color, you know, things like that. All of that is how I grew um, because you just, I want to know all the answers to these things. But, you know, when I started my product looked so much different, didn't have words on it, anything. And it, from that feedback, I, well, I don't know if you want to call it feedback. She asked for red towels, a set of red. I came to the flea market the next month. I had red and she said, oh, it's not Rick red. Oh, well, I had no, I dumb me. I mean, I take response. I should have said what color red, Specifically red right. but um, I was so mad and so angry <laughs> Because now she didn't buy them. Now I'm stuck with 12 red things. She's right. buying for a Bunko group. And I went in the back and literally Googled how to print words on towel and went to Joanne's with my coupon again, bought some transfer paper and put the words fuck them. Can I cuss on here? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, put the word fuck them on those red towels and brought them back the next day and put them up for sale. And they sold immediately. I and love I, that. But so it's like from that feedback, even though bad, mm-hmm. where my brand came, because yes, they already were buying and buying again and again, but now a lot more people are buying. So I'm on to something here. And then I started putting more art on the towels and more words on the towels. And those were, I quickly got rid of all the other ones, only brought that. And now I had a thing. Yeah. You know, it was like I was making enough to keep going, but something had to change to to go into wholesale and really make it grow. I needed yeah. to see if I had a bigger audience. So the feedback, even if it's good or bad, it's all good. Feedback. Right. Well, I feel like that with anything in life, like everything is for your betterment. Right. It's like, yeah, whether it's good or bad, it's going you're going to you should look for the lesson. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> It's super hard, but, you know, just the, you know, taking that advice as you will, because as challenging it can be, you just have to figure out, okay, what was I supposed to learn in this? What was, Mm -hmm. what what am I supposed to do with this in order to move forward? Um, Okay. So where can everyone find you online, Misty? So you can find me at twistedwares.com spelled like housewares. So twisted and then wares, W-A-R-E-S.com. And then I want to give a discount code. Sure. Um, So I want to give a code for 20% off. And I will set it up as soon as I am off this call with you. Okay. Um, And I'll put it in the show notes. They can find it there. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to do... Can we make it just so generic? Sure. Um, podcast 822, 822 okay. would be the code for 20% off. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll do 20% off the whole site. So even the sale stuff. Um, and 
Yeah, that's uh, I I usually only do twenty percent on Black Friday, so I'm excited. Yay! Yeah, All right. you guys go visit um Missy and check out her stuff. And it's been oh, are you on social? Can they find you anywhere? Oh online? yeah, so we're on on Facebook. We're Twisted Wears Home. On Instagram, it's just at Twisted Wears, and um, we are Twisted Wears on Twitter, Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I anyway, um, we have a Pinterest board. I love it when we get followed and all that on Pinterest. I, I like just putting funny stuff on there. And I do have a TikTok, even though I'm not very regular about it, but I find it fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I and TikTok is Missy um, Livingston official. I love it. I love TikTok. I I've learned so many things just from TikTok. I know. So that's why I'm like, how can I be of service back? I want to help other women like do, I I love how much I've learned on TikTok. So I try to give value there. Like, Oh, this is what I like while we're talking. I was like, Oh, I'm going to make a TikTok about that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Yes. So good. Thank you so much for having me. And there you have it. I want to encourage you to remember that being a mom who runs her own business is not easy. We all struggle, but just keep moving forward and don't forget to make time for yourself. As moms, we are usually the first thing to go to the bottom of the list. If your business is overwhelming you and you need real solutions, not just some sugar-coated suggestions, apply to work with me at ritasuzanne.com apply.